The following segment is from the off-day debrief on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. You mentioned the juice, and that takes me back over to the AFC because it's something you mentioned about the Las Vegas Raiders. You have them 26th in your power rankings, and you start out your analysis with arguably the most juiceless team in the entire league. Their market is the most interesting thing about them, and I can't say you're wrong. The market in the stadium, that's the best thing the Raiders have going for them. I think John Gruden has been an absolute disaster since he has come back. Nobody has squeezed more juice, speaking of juice, out of his one Super Bowl win than John Gruden. People have elevated him to a status I do not think he deserved at all. He won the Super Bowl with Tony Dungy's team against his old team in the Raiders, who never changed any of the offensive signals from when Gruden was the coach there. Like, it is the circumstances lined up perfectly for him. And since he has come back, he has been nothing but bad for the Raiders. I would say that it's not all Gruden's fault just because I think we've seen some good offensive production. And I don't think it's as simple as, you know, Gruden is out of his element. I mean, because that, that was like the take when the, the Raiders hired him. It's like he's just like the NFL has passed him by. He doesn't know what he's doing. I actually think that hasn't been true. But I mean, he's still the head coach. He's still overseeing the entire dynamic. And clearly they haven't gotten the defense right. And that's not his direct project, but he's part of that decision. As we know, he has a lot of control and influence in that organization and he hasn't gotten the defensive hire right. And he needs to, I mean, this is a guy who is 19 and 29 last three years, nothing in the playoffs. He is still owed over $66 million stats because of that ridiculous <laughs> 10 year contract, which is insane. Uh, but also, you know, looking at the rankings here, it comes down to quarterback to me, too, as it often does. And I would argue that Derek Carr is the least desirable starting quarterback in the league. Now, notice I did not say he is the worst starting quarterback in the league because I don't no one can argue that. That's not true. Like you could be the biggest Derek Carr hater. You can't say he's the worst starter in the league. Um, there are people there are definitely people worse than him, but he's the least desirable because he is too good to move on from but he is not good enough to win anything with. So you're just stuck with this guy. And that's a big reason why there isn't juice with this team. Cause we all know the Raiders aren't contending and we all know they're not a team at the bottom of the league that kind of has upside or is going to like be really bad and then have a pass to get better in the future. They're just, they're just kind of stuck. Yeah. Derek Carr, I think can be good at times. I mean, the game against the chiefs, both games against the chiefs last year, when he's aggressive, he can make plays. He has a really strong arm. He just doesn't show that consistently. And he's the classic example of, you know, there's always going to be a portion of the fan base that says we need a new quarterback. And the reaction from other guys is going to be, well, who are you getting? Who are you getting that's going to be better? What if we get a guy that's going to be worse? And it's like, that shouldn't be your thinking. Because then you're stuck, like you said. Then you're in quarterback purgatory. When in reality, your thinking should be, is this guy good enough? Yes or no. And if the answer is no, move on. Because you know he's not good enough. And so the ultimate goal is to win. But I agree, it's tempting to stay in sort of that cocoon because you're terrified of getting into quarterback hell, whereas you're just cycling through guys over and over again. And that's no fun for anybody. But the, to me, it, it goes back to Gruden. He runs the ship there. Look at the Raiders draft history since he's been mm. there. How many times after the draft are like the number one pick everybody's questioning is the Raiders? And it's like, 
there are a lot of times I think where Gruden just flat out goes rogue and ignores the scouts, ignores Mike Mayock and just falls in love with people. It seems like the Raiders, every draft after it's over, they're like, yep, we knew you were going to hate this pick, but just wait, we'll show you. He's really good. Spoiler alert. He's not. I feel like I feel bad for Mayock. I mean, maybe I shouldn't because maybe he's more involved than I know. I don't know. You know, I obviously don't know the dynamic, but assuming that, Gruden does have as much control as we think he would again because you look at the contract and what he's meant to that organization how the Davis family seems to love him I'm pretty confident he has and he was hired before Mayock I'm pretty confident you know he has the power there and yeah and it's what situations and not just looking at exceptions you know talking about general rule like how often do we see coaches who have personnel power like be the model for success in the NFL. You don't. Again, there are exceptions to that rule, but those are the exceptions. It's not the rule. So just not a good situation for the Raiders. Also, I mean, just how deflating is it if the Broncos do, in fact, get Aaron Rodgers and (laughs) Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and then you're just stuck there with Derek Carr. Like, that's awful. That sucks. Well, that's another reason, right, to just establish the line of, is this guy good enough? Yes, no, move on. Because, yeah, if, if Rodgers is there, then you're buried. Like, I don't even know who you – you got to go trade for Russell Wilson, really, if you're if you're the Raiders at that point, right? I mean, that's the level of guy that you would have to bring in to even give yourself a chance to win the division. Or just, like, take the L and just be like, well, we're not competing in this division. We kind of just have to, like, gear up long-term and, like, trade some of these players away and, like, rebuild and get assets and try to, you know, make a play for Deshaun Watson down the road or or trade up for a quarterback in the future or something. But, yeah, if, if not the short-term solution of trying to get Russ, which I guess they could theoretically be in play for and probably is preferable to the tanking thing. But it's either one of the two, and that's the problem right now. They're stuck in between, and you can't be stuck in between. You have to make a choice. And that's why I almost wonder if the security that Gruden has is a bad thing, right? Because if he didn't have that kind of security, maybe he would be desperate enough to go give up four first-round picks for Russell Wilson. But if he's not really that worried about his job, maybe he's not desperate enough to make that move. The contract is the problem there, right? Like, how how would he not feel good about his job? Because you have all these years left and all this money left. Like, right. you're untouchable. God, John Gruden is untouchable. Okay, enjoy that, Raider fans. At least you have a cool stadium. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.